Welcome to the Gaming and Chill Podcast, the podcast that found a way to talk about talking. This episode of the Gaming and Chill Podcast is sponsored by Humble Bundle, but we will hear more about that towards the end. So, talking about talking. Let me clarify what I actually mean. I mean talking about conversation. Humans are social creatures, right? We all like to communicate with others on our own level, communicate about our day, about our weekend, about the food we like, about the food we don't like, or the things we love and we hate. We like to talk about a lot, which is kind of normal, but in a weird way, we are actually starting to get worse about talking. And again, I mean by talking, I mean conversing, because anyone can blither on about what they like, or what they hate, or what they don't, or what they do. Just think about it. I mean, right now, I am talking to no one in the live sense. Later down the road, someone will hear this, but right now, no one is here. A conversation is a two-party, open-ended social interaction. Because there are a near infinite number of ways that the conversation can go, depending upon who's leading the conversation, whether there's a receptive partner to it. Conversation is a lot like dance. There can be a leader, but the leader also has to know what the follower is capable of doing, what their interests are, do they like to do this move, do they like to have this conversation piece... It's a lot like dancing. And just like the leader has to know the follower, the follower knows has to know the leader. And that's weird in some cases when you don't know the person you're talking to. So, you know, that's all forgiven. Everyone knows it's a little weird dancing or talking with someone new. But what happens when two people who do know each other get into a conversation and the conversation is lacking. Well, there's ways to make a better conversation. And I think the first one that goes without saying is listening. Number one, listening. Active listening. Because if you're listening just to speak again, you're not really listening. You're just waiting for your point to jump in, drop your words, and leave. That's not the goal. The goal is to have a two-party dance. Be able to lead a conversation or follow the conversation with grace and talent. And it's hard work. It is not easy per se. So there's some tips to being able to have a better conversation. And these can apply to people you don't know, people you do know, and people you are very, very familiar with. So I think there's a large range of tips that are capable of leading people to better, greener, conversational pastures. So let's jump into those and we'll talk about some conventional ways and then we'll follow up 
with three unconventional ways to have a conversation. So, the first one is lead with a compliment. Even if they are your friend, say they're your best friend, your spouse, someone you talk to every day. Start a conversation, it doesn't have to be every conversation. Start a conversation with a compliment. Hey, I like that dress you're wearing. Hey, I like those shoes. Hey, you did a really good job in that meeting. Hey, you did this. Good job. I really appreciate you. And it it serves two purposes. As long as it's genuine, it fulfills another social interaction need. The need to feel accepted, liked, and received well. So by paying someone a compliment, you are lifting them up in your in their in their mind and their soul basically you're lifting them up and saying hey that thing you thought no one else would really notice guess what i did and it looks great on you whether it be shoes dress haircut conversational piece like hey you did a really good job singing or dancing or drawing whatever it may be pay a compliment a genuine compliment even if they're your friends, because especially amongst friends, it gets really tough because we get lackadaisical. We go, oh, they know how I feel. They know I'm their friend. Well, still compliment them. Friends compliment friends. Even if it's a, hey, look good today. If they're your friend, they know what you're about. They know that that is a genuine compliment. And if they don't, this is your time to turn it around. Pay them genuine compliments. That's the first one. I really do. I do believe in it. The second one is a big thing. Because a lot of people think it's the sign of a poor conversation. Embrace small talk. It sounds weird by saying talk about the weather or your weekend or your plans for the evening or what you had for lunch. It's small talk. Small talk can lead to, air quotes, big talk. So, you know, hey, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, I did a charity event. Oh, wow, what charity? And boom, there's your conversational hook. So, just as much as embracing small talk, I think you can add an addendum here of make sure that you're adding conversational hooks. If somebody asks you, hey, how was your weekend? Just by just saying, it was okay, gives nothing to work with. If you say, oh, I just did cleaning, and that's it, you've left them again, no conversational hooks. Because there's no way to follow up that statement. What do you ask them? How much cleaning did you do? There's no conversational hooks. And you've made a terrible conversation. You've left there no, no sticking point. And just as much, I think you can add also here, make sure to reflect the question. Reflect the statement. Hey, how was your weekend? It was great. I went fishing. 
What'd you do this weekend? You offered a hook, literally in that statement. You offered a rebuttal, and you offered them a chance to leap off and say, Wow, you went fishing? I just hung around and recorded a podcast. Boom! Conversational hook, conversational reflection. You're able to reflect the conversation back and forth. If you just leave one side, I just, I just went fishing and you walk away, you're basically starting a process that you have no intention of finishing. You're starting a conversation and ending it right after you have received catharsis, basically. Someone asked you how your weekend is, you answered, you left. You leave the other person dangling. Like a participle, you left them dangling. And it makes that person feel worse. Because they went out of their way to start a conversation with you. And yes, maybe you were busy. And there is ways of leaving that conversation going, Hey, you know what? I I really am sorry, but I'm, I'm late for a meeting. I'm late for work. I think my coffee just came up at the counter. There's a lot of ways to exit the conversation and then pick it up later. Send them a text message. You go, hey, I wasn't trying to be rude. You know what? I really had to run. I am sorry I left the conversation. How was your weekend? What would you do today? Did you get your coffee? Did blah, blah, blah. You're able to embrace the conversation and go, hey, sorry, I had to leave. I, I had pressing business to do, but... I did want to take a moment out of my time to say, I'm sorry, what did you do? Conversational catharsis. There's a resolution to all conversations. It's tough, but with practice, you can do it. It's a two-person activity. Not one person. And there's also the side of, there's also the side of, don't always be the person, the person to ask second. Reach out and go, hey, how was your weekend? First. Because a conversation needs to go back and forth. One person can't always lead the conversation. The other person can't always follow the conversation. It's a back and forth volley. Take turns, basically. Go, you know what? They've been starting the conversation a lot. Maybe I should. Ask them how their day is first. Because that's a different perspective. It gives them, and it gives them the opportunity to reflect on that question before they reflect it back. Also, it shows that you went out of your way to have that conversation with them, not them always having to come to you. Yes, Muhammad may go to the mountain, but sometimes the mountain does have to go to Muhammad. Conversations are two-way streets. Use it. It's not a one-way. The third, the third step, ask a lot of questions. Ask a lot of engaging questions. Hey, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, I did a charity for, you know, 25 hours. How was your weekend? Whoa, 25 hours? What charity was that? I just hung around the house and folded laundry. You asked a question and you're you're letting them engage on that. Because clearly that is something that is important. Finding out what's important to people not only helps make better conversations, 
It makes better social interactions as a whole. You can plan better for activities involving that person. You can plan better for activities that might involve that person. You can do a lot of things with information of what did they engage with? What are they into? What did they do for this weekend? There's a lot of opportunities to take that information and use it to better further social interactions. Wow. You seem to fold laundry a lot. Is that your, is that a, is that a hobby? Is that, is that something you always do on Saturday or tell me, you always say that you're doing laundry on the weekend. Is it always one day? Is it everybody's, you know, there's a lot of questions you can interact with. Oh, I recorded a podcast this Saturday. Wow. That's so cool. Tell me more about it. Ask questions because back to point one you're complimenting them by asking them, you're asking them for more details about their life. If they're interested in giving it to you, they will. If they're not, they won't. But by asking them, you're basically asking them, will you please tell me more about your life? Will you please let me into your life? What you say matters to me, and it, it, I will use it to better our interactions in the future. It goes both ways. So it's not just a, let me ask you this question. I'm not playing 20 questions. This isn't an interview. This is a conversation. Allow it for both sides. So the next part is be nice. Be genuine. You know, be a good person. Be nice. Pay them compliments and pay attention to what they're saying. I think that goes without saying. Be nice. Now, this is one that's weird, and I think I've already talked a little bit about it, but let the other person do the talking. That actually applies to both parties. So, I think you can also, you can read into it of, don't interrupt. If they're telling you something and they're going on a speech, don't interrupt. I myself am bad at that on occasion. I'll have a thought about what they're saying, or I'll have like, an addendum thought that I want to throw out there so they can continue, don't interrupt. It's a horrible habit to get into. But also, it goes with asking them questions. Let them talk. Hey, what'd you do this weekend? I did a charity event. Wow. Tell me more. You're giving them the opportunity to talk, to get it off of their chest. You're opening up yourself by letting them open up to you. It goes both ways. They also need to let you do the talking. So it's a, it's both... It, like I said, I, I think it boiling down. Conversations go both ways. You each need to let the other person do the talking. That's not to say at the same time, but back and forth. Keep conversational hooks in mind. So an example... Hey, I did a charity event. How was your weekend? Wow, I just went fishing. The weather was wonderful for it. What kind of charity event you went on? They go on to talk about it, but, and they go on to talk about their charity event, but enough about my weekend. You said you went fishing. Where, where'd you go? Keep conversational hooks in mind. That way you can jump back onto them and go, Hey, remember that thing you said earlier? I didn't forget about it. It is just as important 
to me as what I did to my, in my weekend is to you. Again, it goes both ways. That's ultimately what it's going to come down to. The other part is keep it light. That sounds weird, and that may sound like you're not getting deep. But what I'm what that means is there's room for both positivity and negativity um, when discussing when being honest and discussing in a mature adult way your mental status or having a bad weekend. Guys, it's possible to have a bad weekend. It's possible that you went home on Friday afternoon, your dog was hit by a car, and you found out your garbage disposal broke. Your weekend was terrible. But you can keep it light by not dwelling on that on Monday. Not dwelling on it in a conversation to where the other person leaves the conversation and goes, Man, I feel horrible now too. It goes, like I said, you got to keep a balance in it. You can express how bad your weekend was. You can express negativity in the, you know what, I was depressed all weekend. I was bedridden because of anxiety. Keep it light. Keep it real, though. Ultimately, I'd say always keep it real over light. That's not to say you could only speak in positivity or only in this. What that means is if you have the opportunity to say something negative, or say something positive, especially when talking about others, you should always be positive. Never drag somebody else down. Again, that does not preclude the opportunity of being honest about someone else and going, hey, I, I, I think that this is going on and I think it's wrong. Be honest, but never seek to hurt someone else or hurt the other person. Be honest, be real. But keep it light. No one likes a Debbie Downer who always drags every conversation into negativity or and then this happened and everything was the worst. If you're if you're having a terrible day, be honest and say, hey, you know what? I'm I'm not really feeling up the conversation today. I feel like I just drag it down. I, you know what? I had a terrible weekend. Dog died, garbage disposal broke, vacuum vacuum snapped and blew dust everywhere. Be honest. Keep it real. Never fake your way through a conversation. Be honest. Ultimately, that's what's important. Being honest and being kind to the other person. Now, before we get into the unconventional ways to have a conversation, did want to hear from our sponsor, Humble Bundle. Thanks, guys. Our partner for this week's podcast is Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online digital store that sells some of the most popular games from the most popular game developers. But that's not all. They also offer bundle deals that change weekly and monthly that allow you to pay a designated amount for a collection of games or ebooks that can often save you hundreds of dollars. Humble Bundle then donates portions of its proceeds to a featured charity. In addition to this awesome business model, they have also partnered with us so we get a small portion of any purchase or donation through their website. All you need to do is go to our website, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click the Humble Bundle Partner logo and shop for any games of your heart's desire. Thanks, Humble Bundle. Back to you guys. The counterintuitive ways to have a conversation seem counterintuitive. Sometimes you do need to listen with a goal in mind. Say someone is talking about something you're not super all about. For me, that would be sports. If somebody comes up to me and says, hey, did you hear about the sports team? And they go on and on. 
my brain automatically just goes, I don't know about this. Check, please. But you also need to be very careful not to zone out. Maybe you aren't into sports, but maybe someone else is and go, hey, you know what? You like, you know, this sports team. Have you met this person? They're also really into the sports team. I think you guys could, you know, have a really good conversation about what happened this weekend. You know, they they threw the football into the basket. You know, you're able to have a conversation and be able to say, you know what? Sports aren't my cup of tea, but I do know someone who is a fan of sports, and I think you'd be good friends with them. Introduce them to someone else. That's not to say, never speak to me. That's telling them, hey, I see what's important to you. I don't think I'm going to be able to cater to that, but maybe this person will. By seeing their need to talk about it, you're able to fill their need of talking about it by pointing to to someone that can talk to them about it at length. Because listening to something you have no clue about, unless you're actively seeking to learn about it, it's going to be tiring because you're never going to have a a comprehension level that they're seeking. And conversations, just like dancing, should be challenging, but always ultimately interesting. The second thing is, sometimes you just have to say, tell me more. That's it. Ask them to tell you more. That goes back with asking questions. Hey, what do you mean by that? Or, hey, what'd you do this for? Sometimes, even if you know the answer, and this is the third one, sometimes you need to ask questions like, what does that mean? Even if you sometimes do know it. Because the way they describe it may help open up a conversational avenue, or it lets them vent about it. If they're talking to you about something you kind of have a clue about, you can go, hey, what do you mean by that? Ask them questions that help them explain it, and then you can open up the conversation and go, okay, I I, I thought that's what you were going for, but I wanted to ask because I wanted to make sure I understood you properly. If somebody's talking about a video game, maybe you know about video games, but maybe you ask, hey, what do you mean by pushing the goal? Okay, that's what I thought you meant. In this game, it's called this, or in this, it's that. Make it a two-way street. Ask them a question, even if sometimes you think you know the answer. Ask them a question, because they may give you an answer that you may not know. They may have have an answer you would have never thought. So there's multiple ways to have a conversation. And that's not to say that these tips are the only way to have a conversation. Conversations are like dancing. Two parties engaging in an activity where it's free form. There's no one way to have a conversation. There's no correct way to have a conversation. There is a wrong way to have a conversation, and those avenues are many, and you'll probably take at least one in your lifetime. But you need to seek to do better. Everyone needs to seek to do better. I need to seek to do better. Everyone owes it to everyone around them to be a better conversationalist. I myself am a not-so-great one. I've had to learn everything how to do it. Because I'm not a great conversationalist, and I know that. So I make up for it by 
trying to be better. A person who says they're a gifted conversationalist has probably spent countless hours practicing on humans how to have that conversation. There's no right way to have a conversation. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of wrong ways to have a conversation. So that was our talk about talking, how to have a better conversation. Again, no right answer. You are the only one who can decide whether a conversation was good or bad, whether you did a good or bad job. Someone else may think you did a bad job, but you may think you're okay. And if they really think it was bad, they need to address it with you. So, until next week, go out, have a conversation with people maybe you don't all know already. Maybe go talk to them. Maybe talk to someone you do know. A spouse, a best friend, a colleague. And use some of these tips. Pay them a compliment. Be nice. Ask them about what they do. Because you never know where it could take you. It could take you into a whole new world of creating something brand new. So, until next week, have a good one. Thanks, guys. And thank you to all of our listeners out there, because we really couldn't do it without you. We hope you enjoyed this week's Gaming and Chill podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, follow us on social media, or learn how to support the podcast directly, check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Also, be sure to stay up to date with Gaming and Chill by following us on Twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Yes, that is gaming underscore in as in Nancy underscore chill. You can also find links to the articles, games, and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below. Thanks again for watching, and until next time. Bye.